All right. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 41. I am growing increasingly excited for episode number 50. It's going to be here before we know it. And before we jump into all of the details of this incredible episode, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for hanging out here with me for 41 episodes. There's actually there's actually more than that, but official episodes, there's 41. And um, it's just been the most exciting and incredible year um, of just creating ChelseaJoe.co and um, just diving into this podcast and showing up here for you guys has been so super exciting. And I just am getting started. I'm just getting started. There's so much I lay in bed at night and all day long, it's just any, any time of my day, I'm constantly thinking of how to take what's working well and these systems that are absolutely making my life efficient and bring them into this digestible fashion of podcasting for you guys to listen to. So just know that I am having a great time hanging out with you, especially to those of you that are over inside of my free membership community that I host on Facebook. I'm even more excited about how often we get to hang out and all the fun that we're having inside that group because it has been absolutely incredible. We've been doing these planner audits for those of you that aren't inside the group. And I'm really, really impressed with the amount of feedback and real construction and building that is going on inside of each of your lives and how you're starting to implement everything that you're learning about time blocking and task and time management and just systemizing your motherhood and your life for that matter and how it's all coming together. And these planner audits are a time where I really get to see what your time blocks look like and where you're spending your time and give you feedback. And it's been such a beautiful process. Um, I have so much more in store for those of you that are inside the Facebook group. I am teaching inside of that group for free for about 30 minutes once a week. And uh, I go live, I answer questions, I give you really good, meaningful information I'm actually teaching on a very specific topic. So if you are not over inside of the Systemize Your Life Facebook group, uh, come on over and be a member in that community. You can go ahead and click on the link in the bio or just hop on over to Facebook, type in Systemize Your Life or Chelsea Joe, and um, you will find me there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this one thing that I hear more often than not from moms which is that they don't ever have any alone time. (laughs) And if they do, then they feel guilty about it. It's like that thing where, you know, you are like, oh my gosh, can somebody just get me out of the house? All I want to do is just go to Target and walk around by myself. And the entire time you're there, you're like texting your husband, how is the baby? How are they doing? How are the kids? Or you're shopping for them or you're doing something for the kids. Like, it's just so funny. Like you can't wait to get away from them. And then you miss them the entire time you're gone. It's stupid. (laughs) There are scientific terms for what that's called. And if I wasn't recording this podcast in an ungodly hour of the day, I could probably remember what that is, but I cannot 
And the reason why I'm recording this podcast at an ungodly hour is because Bailey May's sleep has been on the fritz. So you want to talk about uh, how setting boundaries is more important than ever. I am experiencing it hardcore in my life right now. But today I am going to go through the four secrets that I have compiled and that I use on a regular basis to be able to have the boundaries that I have with my kids. I feel like I have incredible boundaries with my children. Um, one of my children more than the other one likes to respect those <laughs> boundaries, but they are still there. Little Miss B, Miss Bay, uh, Bailey May, she uh, is going to turn three next week. And man, that girl, whew, guys, she's a handful, but boundaries are even more important than, than ever with her because she, she'll push them. She'll test them and she'll push them. And I'm sure you all have children like that. You have at least one, I'm sure. Uh, and my oldest one, my eight year old, she could not be any more of the polar opposite. I've seen her test boundaries maybe like a handful of times in all eight years of her life. She is extremely obedient. Uh, she internalizes a lot of things so that that's the other end of the spectrum that I feel responsible to deal with. And the reason why boundaries are really important with her too, but just for a totally different reason. So we all, we have, we all have our experiences with our kids. Um, and every child is so incredibly different and boundaries are important and they look different. Uh, for every family, for every mom and for every child. But what I know is that I am not a stranger to mom guilt and I'm not a stranger to needing time by myself. And I think that no matter what your motherhood looks like, this is a language that we all speak very, very fluently. And um, I've been sucked into those thought patterns and I realized that there is zero longevity to thinking um, really horrible thoughts about being away from your children and needing time away from them. And whenever I have in the past or sometimes do fall back into that cyclical thinking, I really realize that something has to be done in order for me to be able to keep my sanity as a mother, because that kind of mom guilt and constantly being on demand and not having any boundaries at all is a really horrible way to try and keep your sanity as a mother. So I am going to be outlining just the ways that I'm able to break free from mom guilt and how I make space for myself along the way. It's um, going to be a game changer kind of episode. So let's dive in. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, get that pen and paper ready because we are jumping in. Here's how this is going to go down. 
I am going to give you four secrets, okay? And what happens is when you start to put these four secrets into action in your life and you really start internalizing them and making them happen, you're going to start creating boundaries with your children that are really going to start changing everything. This is when you're going to be able to stop suffering from mom guilt. This is when you're going to be able to focus on some of the things that are really fundamental to who you are, like being able to have a little bit of time for yourself to just recoup and to breathe in the morning before you start your day and to be able to reflect at the end of the day and and take a couple long deep breaths to be able to have those types of boundaries in your life and not suffer from mom guilt are absolutely vital for you to be able to thrive in motherhood. So here's the first one. The first secret that I didn't really even know was a thing until I started really digesting what I was going to bring to you in this episode. I've been thinking about this episode for a long time, but um, there's there's just this overall belief in a better future for your children. And I know that that sounds kind of wishy-washy, but being able to set boundaries for your children starts with you truly believing in the future that you see in your mind. You also have to believe that you are worth everything that you were made to be in motherhood and in life in general, because without a very strong belief in who you are and what you were designed to be, you're always going to suffer from mom guilt because you're always going to be thinking that whatever it is that you've been called away from your children to do isn't as important as just being there for your children. And so you have to have an incredibly strong belief in whatever it is that is calling you away from your kids, whether it be for surviving, right? To just be able to make money to put food on the table, which we all can believe in that because it's just a a basic a basic need that everyone has to have to be able to survive or whether it be, Hey, I need time to sit and read a book or I actually need to shower or, Hey, I want to spend 30 minutes doing something that lights me up. So you have to be able to have a belief in that and trusting that (laughs) you are truly a better mom when your kids don't have constant access to you. Let me put it to you this way. Kids and really humans in general, they, They take things when they're in the free bin. You cannot tell me that if you walk past a bin that says for free, that you're not going to stop and look and just automatically assume, oh yeah, I'll take that. Oh, I'll take that. Why not? It's free. It's just completely available. I mean, shoot, you get me to walk past the bins, that stupid dollar section where nothing is a dollar in Target, and you put a cheap label on it like that. I mean, if it said free, I'd be taking it all home, right? This is what's happening. As soon as you start to put a price tag on something, it becomes valuable, right? And we want our children to learn the value of love and care and nurturing that we give them. But without some kind of boundary in place, we put ourselves in the free bin, And I would agree that I am absolutely there for my kids 100% of the time. That's not what I'm saying. I do believe that you should be there for your children when they need you. But I'm certainly not okay with my kids 
even at three and eight years old, having free reign over my life. I'm not going to be in the free bin. It just sets everyone up for failure. So that's the first and and most important thing that I need you to understand is that you've got to start believing that you are worth more and that there is a future. There is a future out there for them and for you that has value on it. Okay, internalize that. Think about what that means to you. And then let's talk about number two. Here's the second secret is communication. Communication is 100% everything. Now, this is going to be a much more tangible step for you that I really want you to start putting into place. And if there's one thing that you take away from this, it's eye contact. Now, what does that have to do with communication? Well, for children, it means everything. There has to be a trigger in your mind that says, when I have something to say to my children, they need to see me and I need to see them. If it is important enough for you to communicate, then they need to actually hear you. And for children to be able to truly hear you, they need to be looking at you. Yes, I absolutely get down on a knee or sit cross-legged or Frankie Joe is, I'm short and she's going to be so stinking tall that I don't, taking a knee and she's kind of like above my eye level at this point. But yeah, I mean, I, I am getting down very, very low and talking to my children all of the time. You cannot shy away from this kind of communication with your kids and taking the time to tell them how you feel, to tell them what you want. We teach our children empathy by giving it to them and letting them know that we see them and that we hear them and they are worth our time and they're worth our energy and we start to communicate in that way with them allows us to be able to put boundaries in place by saying, hey, mom feels this way. How do you feel? That right there automatically establishes I am not to be taken for granted. I am not to be walked all over. I am valuable and so are you. And those boundaries that you put in place for yourself, oh my goodness, you guys, this stuff gives me goosebumps. It gets me all lit up. When you put that kind of stuff in place for yourself, when you start to communicate to your children how you feel, how they make you feel, what you need, what you want, what you believe, what you think, that in turn teaches them to do the same thing. And when you believe, as in step number one, the secret, the very first secret to all of this, when you believe in the things that you think and that you feel and you communicate those things to your children, those boundaries just automatically begin to build themselves so deep into your lives that you don't have to work nearly as hard at it. You don't have to work so hard at not feeling guilty because you've taken the time to communicate with them in such a way that they see you and they understand you. And the more you do it, the more they just begin to understand. It becomes second nature to them. Okay, so let's move on to the third secret. And this one, this one's hard. And this is like, this is the bread and butter of what I teach. It's what I teach inside my course. It's what I teach inside of my membership group. It's what I teach in my coaching It's what I teach here and it's consistency. It's 
to do things systematically, routinely, show up routinely. The only way that you're going to be able to set boundaries with your children is to be consistent. There is absolutely no way that this is going to work without consistency. You have to show up for them routinely and allow them to know what to expect from you because that gives them the confidence that they need in your relationship to have time away from you, to be independent, for them to really be exuberant and excited to go off and be on their own, which is what relieves you of the mom guilt. You don't have to have the life sucked out of you for you to be a good mom. And I don't know which one of you that is listening to this podcast right now really needs to know this, but you are a good mom, even if you're not being depleted by your children all day, every day. You are allowed to reserve parts of you that are not accessible to your children. Because I can guarantee you that when your children grow up and they go into relationships and they get married and they have children, you don't want them calling you on the phone, telling you in tears that they are absolutely exhausted and depleted. This really goes back to the first secret that I told you is, is believing in this future for them. And I oftentimes sit and I think about the kind of life that I want my girls to live when they're older. And I, th- I think about the kind of life that the man is going to be living that they're going to marry, right? And I hope whoever is mothering those children is thinking the same things that I'm thinking and, and wants to raise their children with intention because I want their husbands to be able to value the time that they need and the time that my girls are going to need whenever they're married and they're raising families of their own. And so when you believe in that future and you, and you see that for them, there's no other way for them to learn what that looks like than through you. And if you don't want your children to struggle with the things that you struggle with, you're going to have to start doing it differently and show them a different way so that they grow up with the tools that they need to be able to cope with the same things that you're trying to cope with. And so it starts right here. It starts with being consistent. It starts with changing one little thing and doing it over and over and over and over again, and then adding in another little thing. I teach moms how to use their AM block of time. I teach um, time blocking for those of you that are new to listening to Systemize Your Life. I teach time blocking pretty intensely inside of my Systemize Your Productivity course and also inside of my productivity uh, one-to-one coaching sessions that I offer. And I, I really can't say this enough that your morning block of time that I typically call the AM block of time has got to be centered around showing up for your kids and filling up their love tanks. And it's, it's for this very reason, right? Your kids needs to see that you are there for them over and over and over and over again. And that way they carry that with them into the rest of the day. It's a really funny story about this. So (laughs) I was just coaching a mom the other day and I was, I was telling her about, 
you know, how we pour into our kids in a certain portion of the day. And I told her, I said, she just, she has a lot of kids and she had a lot going on. And so I broke it down and I was like, look, I just want you right now. I just want you to focus from, from this specific time of the day until you get your kids into bed. We were talking about her nighttime routine specifically because we were starting there. She's setting up the foundation of sleep for herself and for her children. And so we needed to start there. And I was like, you're just going to, you're going to put your phone away. You're going to pour into them. You're making meals. You're getting everyone nourished. You're getting them bathed and you're going to, you're going to love on them and you're going to get them in bed. Okay. So we were going through this and I was like, that's all you need to do. And she's like, wait a minute, don't I need to pour into my kids like all day long? And I'm like, yes, you need to pour into your kids all day long. And I, I know I'm telling you right now that in the AM block, you got to pour into your kids and then they're going to carry that with them for the rest of the day. You are going to pour into your kids all day long, but the, the point of being, of consistently showing up for your kids and really pouring into them in the morning is so that you can begin to give them some independence in the middle of the day. Because being called upon 24-7, which even for for most of you that have school-aged children, our kids have not been in school for what feels like a decade at this point. And I was just uh, scrolling through a mom group um, on Facebook, and one of the moms was just like, it was actually a meme that I saw, that moms right now just feel like they have a newborn all over again. Like they're being called on and, and things are being demanded of them all hours of the day. And I really, really, really don't want you to feel that way. You know, I want, I want you to feel good about having boundaries in place. And we have boundaries in place with, with both of my girls and my eight-year-old knows that come the middle part of the day that she's going to have to play independently She's going to have to do something independently for at least an hour, sometimes two. And Bailey May takes a nap for at least an hour, sometimes two. And and we've talked about why. And and I give Frankie Joe the best of myself in the morning. And then they get an awesome cooked meal and I serve them well. And I I really give them all of my attention in the evenings and it's worth it for everybody versus me being scattered and all over the place and completely accessible and in the free bin all day long and grumpy and unhappy and watching television and eating popcorn on the couch and then probably a dark chocolate peanut butter cup like sneaking it where they can't see me (laughs) because I don't want them to have it right? Like I don't want to do it that way. So you got to get consistent. You got to routinely show up for them in very specific segments of your day and let them know that, Hey, this part of the day, I'm going to show up for me. I just told Frankie today, this is a, this is a great example of how I have to show up consistently and how my boundaries are in place and how they work for me and, and how all, all three of these steps, like how they all work together. I went into her bedroom and I went to tuck her in and she wasn't quite ready for bed. She was coloring and journaling and doodling, which is, is a nighttime activity that she does while I am finishing up putting Bailey Mae to bed. And most of the time we, we split that when Blaine is home, but he's a firefighter. So he's on shift from time to time. And when I went in there, I just, she wanted me to wait for her. 
She wanted me to sit at the end of her bed and she wanted me to wait for her to finish coloring. And you all know how this goes. The one coloring turns into the two coloring and oh, I'm not done yet. And then, oh, Harry, do you want to see this? And oh, mom, do you want to draw? And it's just what it is every single time. And I said, you know what? I said, I would love to give you a hug and a kiss and tuck you in before bed. So you can either wrap up your drawing right now and I can tuck you in or you can continue to do your drawing and I will just kiss you on the forehead and I'll give you a hug and I am going to go downstairs because I am tired and I need to get good sleep and I need to go take care of me now. So that actually leads me just beautifully into secret number four and it is this word that no one likes to use. This word that parents don't know how to use most of the time, I don't think, and it's called discipline. Discipline is not punishment, okay? I'm not talking about discipline as a form of what happens when they get in trouble. I'm talking about the act of being diligent, the act of really making sure that things happen, follow through. Being disciplined in something means that you show up for it and you do it over and over and over and over again and you're committed to it. You're committed to doing it. And I don't know why I put this as secret number four. This this could just, this is everything. They're all, every single one of these guys, that's why I'm doing this podcast episode because I believe in it so much. But the discipline that we use is exactly what I just got done giving you an example of how I spoke to Frankie in her bedroom and where where I get that from is this uh, approach and philosophy called love and logic. It is the form of discipline that we use in our house. It is the guiding principle in everything that I do with my children and it it is a specific way of using love and using logic to be able to help guide your kids into being independent problem solvers, into being able to have boundaries. So, so they are well behaved and, and well disciplined kids. And you know, it took me a really, really, really long time to figure out how to use the love and logic approach. It took me reading books. It took me taking classes. It took me literally taking sticky notes and putting them all around my house to teach me how to find different words than the words that I just instinctually would use when I got frustrated or or when I was feeling really, really conflicted between the mom guilt, right? I I feel guilty for not staying with Frankie and and coloring the 15,000 pages and then picking everything up for her and then turning out her lights and turning down her bed sheets and letting her comb through her hair and put it in the exact perfect position before she lays her head down on the pillow cuz the girl is literally the princess and the pea like There better not be a wrinkle, friends. There better not be a wrinkle. And so we will wait and we will wait. And all 12,000 of the stuffed animals need to be in the right place. And here I stand, right? Like I'm exhausted and I need to go to bed. It's my bedtime. It's my bedtime, friends. And so here is this conflict over and over and over and over and over again. And when you are conflicted, you go to your instincts. Your instincts and your language, I mean, are they trained? 
Are they loving? Are they kind? Do they include gentle parenting? Do, does it include being positive? Does it get the response that you want? Mine didn't until I started using love and logic. And love and logic has helped me create boundaries between me and my children in a way that I never, ever, ever knew was possible. I remember going over to a friend's house. She had a daughter that was a little bit older than mine. And I had just had Frankie. And she also, I think, had a son at the time too that was super, super, super small. I think she was nursing him. And so Frankie was in between her oldest and the one she had just had. And I saw this like happening before my eyes. And I was like, what is this magic you're doing? (laughs) What is this magic you're using right now? And she's like, oh, it's love and logic. And I'm like, what is happening? I need this in my life. So let me, let me give you a little example of guiding children to solve their own problems with love and logic. So I've pulled up an example just off of Pinterest. You can type in love and logic Uh, love and logic solutions or love and logic problem solving, love and logic parenting, anything. You can type, just type in love and logic. You're going to get so many examples. And here is how you can use love and logic to, to guide children through solving their own problems. So first of all, you start with empathy. This is love and logic. Step one, when your child is having an issue, some type of problem, you say to them, Oh, how sad. I bet that really hurts. And then the second step is to send to send a power message. And you can say, what do you think you're going to do about that? And then step three is you offer choices. Would you like to hear what some other kids have tried? And what you're doing is you're offering them a variety of choices that range from bad choices to good choices. And you typically start with the, the best, the, the, You typically start out with the poor choices and then go into the best choices. So it's guiding them through this process and you're actually teaching them how to solve their own problems and how to go through this decision-making process. And every single time a choice is offered to them, then you go into the fourth step, which forces the children to naturally just take the next step. And so you say, oh, well, how will that work? once they they pick a solution, right? Oh, well, how is that going to work for you? And then you give permission for the child to solve their own problem, right? So, okay, good luck. I hope that works out for you or have no fear, right? I promise you, if the child is fortunate enough to make a poor choice, which they typically don't, they're going to have a major double learning lesson, total natural consequences. And here's why I I decided that I needed to include this is because when you don't have the tools that you need to be able to teach your children to solve their own problems and to give them the the right to be able to make their own decisions, they naturally are just going to start depending on you for every single thing. And anytime you can start to empower your kids to really give them the opportunity to be in control of their own decision-making within reason. Obviously we want to protect our children from major uh, life and death situations, right? But when you, when you begin to use the love and logic method and you start to 
relinquish some of the control and allow your kids to make their own decisions. Allow them to suffer natural consequences from jumping up and down on the couch or whatever it might be that they're doing, that they're struggling with, that they're having a hard time with, that you do or don't want them to do. You begin to remove yourself from constantly being on demand, from constantly being the person that is that is supporting their every single second and minute. And maybe you're completely okay with what that looks like, but I promise you it is not sustainable. And it's also not going to help you raise the children that you're believing in, in the first step, in the first secret that we talked about. So when you sit down and you take all these and you put them all together, this is what it looks like. You have this idea in your mind of this of this future that you have for yourself and for your children. And you have to clearly communicate all of your feelings and you need to ask for communication back from them. And then you have to consistently show up and pour into that child and ask them to consistently show up for you. And you're going to use the incredibly gentle and positive yet impactful approach to disciplining through love and logic to be able to make sure that all of this comes together, that you have a very, very, very good command of their behaviors and of yours, of their language and of yours. It's not a one-sided thing. And that is how you're going to be able to really, and I mean truly, if you start writing this down and journaling this, if this is something that you're struggling with, I promise you get a journal out, write it down every single day, get it in your mind over and over and over and over and over again and start believing, start believing in this idea that you have, start communicating it with your kids, get consistent and pick up a love and logic book friends. The mom guilt is going to go out the door ASAP. Your boundaries are going to be absolutely rooted in everything that you do all day long. And anytime you start to slip up like me from time to time, you just go right back to it. You just get right back into the groove and you ebb and flow with your life. It it really is such a beautiful process and I know that this is going to do wonders and it really is going to absolutely change everything inside of your motherhood. So as always, it has been incredibly <laughs> exciting hanging out here with you. I'm going to go tuck in bed right now and I cannot wait, cannot wait to hang out with you again next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.